Hi everyone, and welcome back to Tales of Esperan. If you're new to the show, we are an improvisational and collaborative storytelling podcast that's focused on telling fun, character-driven stories. Now, what does that mean? Well, we sit down at our desks, pretend to be someone we're not, and then we've recorded all to share with you. We're here to weave a tale for you to enjoy, second by second, line by line. And the best part of it all is that we have no idea what will happen next. Our story is being told with a game system you may or... Eh, who kidding? You're probably familiar with it. Eh, who are we kidding ourselves? You're probably familiar with it. Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. Now, we loosely rely on this system to tell our own stories, independent of the lore and pretty problematic content that often comes up with Dungeons and Dragons straight out of the box. In short, this just means that we use dice to decide what happens next to our characters. That is, until we find a system that works better. Roll high? Well, maybe you're one step closer to turning this podcast into an actual zoo. Roll low? Maybe that turtle you picked up is acting really sus and nobody seems to notice. Let's roll the dice and find out what happens next. Together. Brief recap, after reconvening at the river with Alaya um, and Rose, you encountered this new, or this Asimar individual, which you learned was an Asimar after a little bit, um, had some brief questions for them and learned that their name was Arunya, and they were escorting goods for someone traveling north. Um, with a little more probing and a little investigation between both parties, you found out that um, they have been tracking some kind of infection, as they called it, that is somehow associated to the crystals that you found. And the fact that you all found one of these black crystals and destroyed it was kind of miraculous. Um, before they parted, after you guys gave them some food, um, they dropped, or they... Um, vanished from your sight and continued to travel north. Um, I think I want to cut back in right on the riverside or right right by this creek um, running through um, this patch of woodlands along the Opal River. Um, at this point, Arunia, which Alea knows their actual name is Uriel, has just vanished. Rose is standing there and she goes, well, that was weird. Right? Am I the only one that thinks that was a little weird? What is going on? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I have nothing to do, but I, I, it's. I feel like this is a daily for us now, right? You guys can. I mean, it kind of is. The book. She looks at Tedward. Wait a minute, Tedward. Where's the book? I actually don't know. I is it like not right here? It's not. Hmm. Where did we see it last? The campsite or the fire? The fire. Should we go look for it? Somebody say that they want to read about it. I will not say that. Come on. Come on, Tutu. I would like to read about <laughs> Tedward, please. Um, 
Under normal circumstances, that would effectively summon the book to him. Yep. In, you wait. Thirty seconds pass. Nothing. And then you hear a bird fluttering through the forest. Nothing. It's you're like, oh, pages flapping. No. And then, um, another like a bird flies across this little patchwork clearing that you've got going, and the book just <laughs> sails through and knocks the bird out of the air. It stumbles for a moment, and then the book is like flapping, and the bird is panicking, and the bird takes off, and the book Thurbash lands on the ground at your feet. I found it. Yeah, see? Totally fine. (laughs) By the way, what happened? You mentioned something. I'm so glad that the... We're going to call them the gentleman in black didn't hear you. What did you say, Tedward? Uh, nothing. No? Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Uh, uh, uh. What? <laughs> Tedward's holding his ground. You're gonna have to- you're gonna have to somehow get an intimidate check on Tedward, which I don't recommend. Grab the spray bottle! I usually don't encourage, like, these cross-party checks, but if y'all want to, feel free. Okay, cool. Um, I am going to use Fey presence and force all creatures uh, within a 10 foot cube of myself to make a, a wisdom saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> god damn it, wisdom. <laughs> uh, hey. 14. I'm assuming I'm close enough. Yeah, I'd say everyone. Oh my god. Everyone here is close enough, let's say. What do you got against a 14? Come uh, on. Yeah. My save is a 14. Meat, Meat. is beat. Yep. Tedward resists. So the only person who fails is Halen. <laughs> is me. I scared the shit out of myself. <laughs> no, Rose fails. Rose fails too. So wait, what was this? I'm I'm using uh, Fey presence to force all creatures in a ten foot cube around me to be frightened. Oh damn! Haley takes off. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> he just sprints into the woods. Not you! Damn it! So do I need to roll for that? <laughs> Yeah, roll me a saving throw. Everyone is within range. Well, not everyone. Uh, what's the saving throw? It's a wisdom saving throw. Mm-hmm. 22! Not natural. 20. You're fine. What <laughs> are you? <laughs> <laughs> Rose, Rose is standing there, and she's like, Look, Thurbash, what are you... Haley, wait, come back! And she runs after Haley. <laughs> Haley goes about 30 feet and climbs a tree. <sighs> no, a cat in a tree! <laughs> I'm dropping Fey presents. Okay, I all I want to know is what you said, because I distinctly thought I heard you say something along the lines of, "Shouldn't mention that." Is that what you said, Tedward? Yeah, legit. I sat on the volume dongle for my thing, so I just heard. I'm pretty sure I heard you say, "Is that what you said?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even. Know. I said, I said, um, I thought I heard you say, I shouldn't mention that. I'm not gonna confirm her tonight. <sighs> All right. In the distance. Hey, like, c- come on, kid. What are you doing up there? I'm stuck. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. Can, can, can I go help <laughs> try to get Eli out of the tree? Yeah, please, please go help him get out of the tree. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put him in the tree. Both of you better behave, though. I'm walking backwards, and then I like, I like put my hand on the on the, the 
what is it called again? Spray, spray bottle. A spray bottle. Behave. Okay. I hiss like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you, you, it's, I'm not, there's no rules here. You both managed to, Haley, how, how do you describe this to me? How do you want to be helped from the tree? Haley's just, claws are just stuck about six feet up in the tree. Not even that high, just high enough that the tail's dangling in front of someone's face. It's just claws <laughs> are stuck in it, that's all. Um, do they just pull you down, or does he figure it out? I assume they unstuck one or two claws, and then I cannot support myself when I fall. Okay. You hear a and the leaves scatter underneath Haley's on the ground. DM? Yes? How long has it been approximately since we had our fight? Roughly. Roughly? Uh, it was an hour travel to the site of the fire. Probably 15 minutes of you guys cohorting and then maybe a half hour traveling. No, 10 minutes to get to back to the river. So probably about an hour and a half. Or since the from the fight, probably about a half hour. Not long enough to have a short rest. No. If you guys would like to take one here, though, before going back to the river, you could. I would like to take a short rest. <laughs> what does everyone else think? Sure. I don't no. think it really changes much for Haley. Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. Um, is there anything you all would like to do over the course of this short rest? Let's just set the time. I'm pretty sure it's like somewhere around at this point. You guys woke up at like sunrise. Some of us did. As this ship was descending from the sky. So it was probably like six. So right now it's probably about 7.30, 8 o'clock maybe. Hard to tell exactly, but. Uh, I'm okay. I just want to take a short rest. <laughs> I would like to check up on Tuberry and the turtle. I was going to say, I'd, I'll go with um, our druid friend and take a hit die while I'm at it. Ooh, okay. Um, so both of you walk back to the site. Is there any any RP you would like to happen along the way? Depending on on when the short rest cuts. In other words, depending on when I get my spell slots back. <laughs> okay. Uh, I would probably be chastising her over leaving the turtle by himself. Go well, go ahead. <laughs> How's the turtle? What happened when you left? didn't see the turtle I felt its presence while I was dreaming but after you woke up what was the turtle doing did I see what the turtle was doing nope uh, here's the thing I thought you guys are gonna die <laughs> so the turtle is unsupervised and we have no idea where it is I saw it head towards the was it a river yeah, it was the river. Like it was thirsty. Haley just Haley takes off, heading straight for it, preparing and reduce for enlarge just in case he can't find it. <laughs> okay, you sprint back to the campsite um, along the river. Haley, or Leia, do you follow quickly or? Yes. Okay, you make it back to the campsite. You see the your bedrolls are still kind of down. The fire, which was quickly put out rye rose with some dirt is still smoldering a little bit of smoke. Um, you can hear the like the faint burbling of the river and you can hear birds chirping around you. Both of you roll me a perception check. Seven. Sixteen. No turtle in sight. Are there any footprints? Uh, you can do me an investigation or survival if you'd like. 
survival. Twelve. <laughs> um, you don't find much. Looking around the little tiny den that Haley had dug for him, you see there's like little turtle prints and things like that, and little footsteps. But they there's one trail that just leads right to the river. You don't see another one leading back. Wait a second. This is this is the player talking. Do turtle are turtles the one that swim? Yes, right. Yeah. Yes. Tortoises don't swim. Okay, so it's a, yeah, it was it's a snapping a, turtle. Okay, so it swims. Okay. <laughs> I got concerned for a second. Uh, what way is the river flowing? Um, southward. Okay, so in theory, if it went into the river, it would follow down south. Probably. Should we go looking for it? Why are we the turtle again? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't here when you picked up the when you guys picked up the turtle. <laughs> don't, don't lump me in with these turtle nappers. I didn't. Haley Haley wants it as a pet. It bit okay. me. It was my friend. That's what Haley is thinking. If you love it, let it go. Haley uh, notes that he see he. I'm assuming Alea shows him the trail to the water and goes. It's probably better for him. Aw, why am I sad about a turtle that bit you? <laughs> <laughs> so over some time, Rose, along with Tedward and Thurbash, finish up their rest and make their way back. Would you guys like, is there any RP that you would like to happen on the way? Or Yes. Okay, of course. <laughs> Thurbash is like, I need to know. Uh, as we're walking part way, I'm going to, um, Rose, uh, Tedward, can I... Just, just stop for a second. Yeah, what, what's up there, Bash? I'm gonna look toward Tedsward, and uh, I'm gonna cast suggestion. Oh my god, <laughs> that's why you wanted your short rest back. And I'm going to politely <laughs> ask him, uh, Tedward. I really think you should tell us what you know about the ship crash. What what kind of saving throw am I casting? It's a risk of saving throw. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, uh, oh no, 13. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there's like a 90% chance the book just crashed that ship because I was bored. What? <laughs> All right. Are and you kidding me? Edward, Edward immediately realizes what he just said the quiet part out loud. And he just squints his eyes at you. And he, his hands twitch towards his bag of potatoes. I won't forget this treachery. Did you say wizard? Because yeah. <laughs> that's how you silence wizards. Call back to episode three. I'm not a wizard. That's fine. But it would be really helpful to know why. I mean, that's just what it does. Just keeps the party going. You know what I mean? Okay. It kind of dawns you as you're walking through the woods silently. Nothing eventful is happening, and you just hear as it's flapping behind you, writing. Slowly turn towards the book. Um, I would like to see the book, please. It floats over, stops writing. I'm gonna open to the page that it just wrote on. Little did he know. No! The caster Thurbash was a traitor. I mean, <laughs> I, I did know that. <laughs> I am not a traitor. I'm trying to understand what's happening. 
you look down and you see that the book has transcribed exactly what you just said and wrote quotes around it and said, exclaim the traitor. <laughs> exclaim the traitor. <laughs> I am arguing with a book. Yeah, you are. It's kind of funny. Oh, I'm going to just just let go of the book and just keep walking. Um, You guys make your way back towards camp um, and come up upon Alea and Haley just kind of taking a rest. They have since stopped looking for the turtle. Um, and Rose goes, all right, um, Tedward, is there any... Has it ever done that before? I mean, I... I imagine it probably has. I can't cite specific episodes. I'm never quite sure where the consequences of my own actions begin and the book's interference begins. I don't really know where that seam is. You know, it's kind of ambiguous. Yeah, it's ambiguous until it blows up a, a dang airship in the sky. Allegedly. Alleg oh, yeah, allegedly. She, like, nervously looks around the forest. Do I feel any... I don't even know. Vibes, I don't know. <laughs> like... Roll for vibe check, please. <laughs> <laughs> like the thing where he would pop up and then I would feel it, you know? Yeah, you can roll me um, a wisdom check, I think. Or perception. Perception's a wisdom skill. You can do perception. No, nothing. Nothing tingles on that, like, dream sense. Um, okay, so while this, while you guys are here, Rose kind of get, starts to gather up the campsite, um, rolling up the bedrolls and everything and kind of plopping them in the boat, which is tied to, like, she has a rope that's just kind of tied it around a big rock sitting on the, the, um, shore of the river. Any of you, uh, have anything else you'd like to do here before we get moving? Let us, let us just get, get as far away from here as possible. Before the man in black figures out what happened, Allegedly. and comes back. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm quite ready to agree with you. He's just gonna hop on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, you climb in, and what do the rest of you do? Yeah, I go on the boat. Haley sulks into the boat. As you plop down, what's got you so down, Haley? The turtle went home. Um, Haley, look under the bench at your feet. Uh, Haley will sweep it, or I guess bend over to look at the bench. Roll me a dex save. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> We're okay at dex. I've never been happy to lose a fan. That's fine. You look down, and like you kind of just like look between your legs to look under the bench, like curl in on yourself, and you see a very quick face snap forward and try to grab you, and you pull back, and the snapping turtle is under the bench. Uh, Haley immediately turns to uh, Tedward. Give me a potato. All right, here. here. And I break into small pieces and start feeding the turtle. You know, it's not ethical to keep a carnivore on a vegan diet. Popping turtles are carnivores? I think they're omnivores. Why do you think they snap? Branches? To defend themselves from kale? <laughs> Look, everyone needs to defend <laughs> themselves from kale, first off. Does he eat the potato? Yeah, um, he like snaps at it and eats it slowly. Roll to eat potato. <laughs> I roll good. It's a six. Nothing in this. That was a pretty good Tedward. <laughs> Nothing in this world is free, man. You gotta roll. <laughs> um, so the the turtle seems to be eating the potato. You don't know if it's enjoying it, but um, 
Rose unties the boat and gives it a kick off the rock as the boat starts to kind of bob down the river. Now, this boat trip is pretty lengthy. As you're traveling down river, um, spending the rest of the day just kind of on the water. I also want to check on Igni. Um, yeah, let's do that while my map is loading. So while you're going down the river, um, how do you get Igni? Uh, Roll me a persuasion check. He's gonna be so mad at me. Sixteen. Sixteen. That's more than enough. You do it, and you hear, and you see there's a little burn mark on one of the little wooden slats that you you can sit on, and Igni's sitting there. Hello. Hi, Igni. How you doing? I'm fine. I see you've dealt with the crazed elemental. That, I cannot take part in that. That was, that was, I cannot take, wait, wait, hold on. I can't take credit for that. That's a sentence I want to use. I was not a part of that, I was asleep. But also not asleep. But asleep, but awake in my dreams. That was a very confusing sentence. Yeah, it's been a confusing day. How was your day? Fine, I think. How many days has it been since I've been back in the the vessel? Four years. <laughs> Persuasion check. He's always trying to trick everyone. Persuasion check. Oh, oh, a little bit of that luck rubbing off. That's a 17. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to tell you what I rolled. Igni flatly looks at Tedward and Alay and goes, none of you have aged a day. Tedward certainly hey. hasn't matured today. <laughs> Could you tell if I aged today? To be quite honest, I do not know. <laughs> oh, wait, who has the sword again? Haley. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Is he still in the sword? Can I even use a sword? I mean, you can. You, yeah, it's a simple weapon. You'd be proficient. Okay. <laughs> this is a progressive country. There's no rules about women and swords here. I mean, listen, if you don't want, <laughs> if you don't want the fire cat sword, I will take it if you don't want it. Did you want to carry Igni for a while? Alea? Yeah, yes. <laughs> I want to bond with the cat. All right. Plus three sword of pss, pss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, will hand over the sword. Does Igni, Igni, are you hungry? He, gl- he just, he does not respond, but glares at you. <laughs> We've got Hickory. <laughs> Alea, with, with your passive perception being 13, as he says, we have Hickory, you watch his ear twitch a little bit in Tedward's direction like he's listening. <laughs> I knew I would find your weakness. <laughs> it's aggressive. Uh, do, do we actually have the Hickory? We're in a forest. Just reach out when we pass a tree and snap some of that jaw off. Oh, that's just asking for me to fall off the boat, but I'm going to do it. Okay. Just tie a rope around Tedward. It's basically like having a boulder. So while the while the boat is rocking down the river, it's kind of going like lurching up and down just from the, the, the varying depth of the water. Um, but you see a spot where there's a bunch of rocks and Rose kind of turns the um, the sail and uses the one oar this thing has to sort of direct it away from the rocks. But you see there's a bunch of branches stuck up on the rocks. You might be able to grab some as you go by. I will try. Roll me a dex check. R.I.P. to me. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Oh my god. What are you? What? <laughs> How did you roll a natural 20? It's still 19. <laughs> okay. Um you you as it passes by, you quickly reach out and snap a branch off. It's damp, but you have a, a pretty sizable piece. Dank ass hickory. I'm gonna offer it to Igni, but be like, it might need to dry if that changes the flavor of this tree thing. Igni looks at it. It will do. Aww. <laughs> oh, so I'm gonna give it to him. He pounces on it, grabs it, and sprints underneath one of the seeds. And you can, it sounds, it sounds like someone just has thrown, like, kindling into a fire. I love that. Guys, we're becoming a real little family here. <gasps> family! I need to write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> I need to write my family a letter. That's what I'm going to be doing for the remainder of the boat ride. Okay. What do you want to write back to them? Uh, just kind of, like, what I've been up to, like. Okay. You know, just do it like I'm, I'm fine. Sorry for worrying everyone. Okay, so as the boat goes downriver, Alea, you spend the time to just write this letter. Um, the day passes for the most part without incident. Um, if you guys would like to RP in this space at all, converse, do anything. This is open ground for you to do so if you'd like. Thurbash will take some time to do a small amount of meditation, but otherwise he's on alert. He's, he's not exactly the happiest camper after running into a very strange person with a sword and a beast of fire and an electric sheep and a beast of air and a beast of water and just the general craziness. Okay. Um, roll me a wisdom check, I think, just while you're kind of meditating on this. Okie dokie. <laughs> it's a 12. With that, you kind of sit down and focus yourself, find a center. You close your eyes, you can hear the trickle of the water around you. You can hear the wind pulling through the trees. The leaves are kind of rustling. Um, you hear the occasional plop and splash of a fish. And you just feel comforted by the the sound of the trees, the water, the wind. Just let all, let all that stress go. Don't worry about the fact that that book literally blew up a, a floating ship in the sky. Maybe. Don't worry. <laughs> High possibility that it did. Yeah. And, and cause the forest to burn. And cause the forest to burn. A bunch of other stuff. Now, now, children. It honestly just probably freed the air spirit. The rest was all happenstance. Yeah, we emancipated an air spirit. We also pissed off some unholy... Well, not... Actually, they're probably pretty holy. But really powerful person. I mean, we didn't piss them off. And no. I haven't even seen what they actually look like. <laughs> But Alea got his number, so I feel like we, you know, we just, Positive. we were, the book was just wingman, wing, being a wingman. <laughs> so I think the rest of this day can kind of go on without incident. Um, Rose finds another spot downriver where you can, where she kind of pulls the boat, boat off and parks it. And you all set up camp for the night. Um, you've traveled downriver for another day. Um, and while you're all sitting around the fire here, would anyone like to take watch? I'm all right. I can take first watch. It has been some time since anybody has gotten any sleep. True. Oh, well, technically I slept the most. Didn't you just take a nap the other day? 
<laughs> yeah, I haven't had any sleep before I took my pre-betrayal nap. What? Right before I cast <laughs> a spell on you. What nap? We sat for a little while. You took a nap. I saw you. <laughs> well, I can a, take. It I was a Judas snooze. I can take a a second shift if Alea would like to take the first shift. You, take, you can take all the shifts. I'll take yeah. the last shift. Bastard. I'll take the last shift. No guys should get some sleep. I mean, if you want to take the the first one, I could take the second one either way. I all I know is that I can I can get uh, you know ma my magic back a little bit faster than you know Hele, um, or or you you yourself Alea. So that's why I suggested I could take first. Okay, then you'll take first, and I'll take second. So Thurbash, while you're on first watch, can you just roll me a perception check? I can do that. <laughs> It's a 13. So with a 13, first question I have, Hele, where's the turtle and what is it doing? The turtle, uh, since the turtle seemed to have wanted to walk to the boat, Hele will do his best to make a little den in the boat and will sleep in the boat with the turtle. Okay. Oh, that's really great too because Haley's from like an island. So like the surf, the water would probably mm -hmm. be comforting to him. Um, so you curl up in the boat with the turtle. Um, and Thurbash, you take first watch. And you hear like the, the, the crackling of the fire, the kind of crickets and the, the night birds of the forest around you. How long is your watch, do you think? Uh, probably, well, if, if we're doing a full long rest, which is eight hours, it'd probably be like, um, like a third of that time. So maybe like three hours or so. Um, yeah, so let's say two hours in. You're laying. You're kind of sitting there. What were you? What are you doing on this watch? Just uh, you know, just taking a look out. Uh, probably like, so I'm focusing on the sword in my hands. Um, okay. Because I was able to like turn it into a lance the last time, um, but I wasn't sure exactly how that happened. Uh, so I'm trying to like recreate it while like paying attention to the surroundings around me. Okay, I think on this it would be um, roll me a charisma check. I'm gonna say not using your proficiency because you're not quite sure how this works yet. Okay, uh, without proficiency, that would be a uh, 11. It's a, a roll to seven, so it's plus four. Okay, so you're not entirely sure why, but um, looking at this item, what do you think about? So I'm, I'm gonna try and, like I'm gonna try and recreate exactly what I did during the fight, where it's like I'm, I'm trying to focus on like, when I was in the fight, I focused on like the long branches and how like I used to see how they would like, if they hit somebody, would knock them really hard. While you're focusing on this, you watch as the sword starts to, the branches start to curl and twist into like this gnarled, rooted, like lance as it slowly grows in length at your feet while everyone else is asleep around you. As it's growing, you can see it sprouting these little like wine colored and teal and purple leaves that are quickly growing and sprouting and then popping off and blowing away in the wind. And then I'm going to try and, and focus again and like think about the original form of the sword that I had and try and return it to that form. Based on your tent, it takes a little bit, but you're definitely able to do it. You're not sure why. Okay. Yeah. But that's what I do during the watch. Just kind of like play with it a little bit. Okay. Um, while you're sitting here, you hear a branch in the direction of the boat. I'll try and look over and see what's going on. Roll me a investigation check or perception. 
Uh, I will do a perception check. Okay. That's a 16. It's hard to see far outside of the firelight because you don't have dark vision. Or do you have dark vision now? I, I do have dark vision because I have, I have uh, Devil's Sight, the Warlock in- Invocation. Nice. Okay, so while you're sitting here looking, you see a form moving on the shoreline. And then slowly coming into the light of the fire, you see the snapping turtle. Like walking up to the fire. And it just plops down. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit concerned, but it's just the turtle, so who cares? <laughs> I'm just going to I'm just gonna finish the rest of my watch. Just being like, that, that was very strange. How did the turtle get out of the boat? <laughs> Whatever, it doesn't matter. I'm done with strange things today. There's been so much confusion. I don't need any more. Um, while you're <laughs> sitting there, it tries to take a bite into your sword, and you like pull it away, and it just kind of sits still sits by the fire and your watch goes by without any kind of incident um who's next i walk over a wake up a layer i believe it is your turn to watch i'm up let's go okay um roll me a perception check and think about what you would like to accomplish during this watch mm, what i like to accomplish is staying awake <laughs> <laughs> I got a natural one. It's a okay. six. So better question is, what do you do during this watch that gets you so distracted you forget to watch? <laughs> uh, me trying to stay awake. <laughs> That's it. I'm trying to keep my eyes open. Okay, so you end up falling asleep. I kind of like that. Um, So about a half hour into the watch, you're laying there and just kind of have your back up against the tree. You can see that the turtle is sitting by the fire. Someone must have brought it over or something. And you're like closing your eyes. You close them and you open them and you notice the turtle's gone. And you close your eyes again and fall, drift off into sleep. Hey there, and welcome to the mineral. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on Twitter at Tales of Esperan. That's A-S-P-E-R-R-A-N. You can also you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. A kind word goes a very long way for indie creators like us, and you also get the added bonus of making someone's day. This week, we're giving a big old shout out to this brand new podcast called Tabletop Titties. Take it away, Charlene. Tabletop Titties is a new Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast run entirely by people of marginalized genders. Join me, Dungeon Master Charlene Bear, and my four chaos demons as they attempt to survive the Wildwell Trials in Tabletop Titties' first homebrew campaign. A fight to the death. A test of skills and ability. A conspiracy theory for rebellion in the making. But also... Feel the pain of my fist if you touch my cat. Darling, it just fits your style. Are you a paladin? Because <gasps> I'm smitten. Don't follow me. I don't know what I'm doing. Tabletop Titties, available live on Twitch and wherever you get your podcasts. For more information, follow us on social media at Tabletop Titties or visit our website, www.tabletoptitties.com. That's Tabletop Titties with two Ds, if you know what I mean. All right, let's get back to the show. Um, and I think that's a fun way to roll through the night as you guys wake up in the morning to the sound of birds. 
and like do you do you wake up and realize you've fallen asleep or is it just like a oh no it's a panic yeah <laughs> you yeah. guys are all you all the way got to the panic of Alea realizing she has slept through the watch shit no wait does Alea curse I don't even know if she curses uh, um, I'm just gonna kind of like startle awake and probably trip over something that's somewhere Okay, um, you, you startle awake and do a tumble and just kind of like mumbling and yelling to herself. Um, Rose hops up with a bit of a start. What do you all do? What's going on? I'm sorry I fell asleep. Okay, okay, that's fine. Can I would I... have never known if you hadn't started screaming. Can, can I look around and make sure everything's okay? Roll me an investigation check. Okay. A four. <laughs> I used up all my luck in the beginning of the game. Okay. Um, so the four, you look around and you don't, you don't notice anything is missing. Like everything seems fine. Uh, we got to do the two, the, the, the. Two berry check. The two berry check. Two berry, yeah. Igni, and I guess not the turtle. Does the turtle oh have Oh my God. Name? Fucking zoo. Mm. Yeah. You find them pretty quickly. I'm not going to make you do this, go through this every time. <laughs> two berries hanging out in your sleeve pocket or like your shirt pocket as always oh easiest npc voice on the planet <laughs> uh <laughs> is rose okay she's okay too yeah rose is like kind of getting up gathering up her stuff um and dropping some of it in the boat hala you awaken to um rose's backpack thudding down into the the boat next to you okay <laughs> then i think it wasn't the worst mistake i will do better next time um no you won't hey lay mm -hmm. you do notice you're covered in a thick blanket whose blanket is this it's a turtle blanket the blanket was the turtle the whole entire time <laughs> <laughs> so like is no one gonna do i uh is gonna fold it and say he has a new blanket um, Alea, are you within eyesight of the boat, do you think? I should be, right? That, that's your blanket. Your winter blanket from your bag. How did it get there? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay, I, I'm just going to make a note of it. I'm like, oh, where did, did someone grab that out of my bag? What happened? You could take it. I just... This is yours. Uh, is it? Can I, I'm gonna just go through my bag and I just double check. Yeah, it's your your winter blanket is not your um, winter blanket is not in your bag. Uh, I guess it is. Yeah. I woke up with it all around me, nice and cozy. Uh, you want it back here? Uh, just okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want to borrow it, just you you can grab it anytime. I I guess it's okay. Wait, you didn't take it, though? No, I was fast asleep. Did anyone else wake up last night? Nah, I was out pretty good. Uh, Igni? Did you, wait, do you sleepwalk or something? Is that like a new thing? Oh my god, do I sleepwalk? <laughs> no, she, cute existential crisis about this whole dream power she has now. I did not see anybody wake up during my watch. I, I did notice the turtle somehow got to the fire but 
you know, mischievous turtle, I guess. Oh no, Alea's too far gone in this possibility that she sleepwalks. She's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that, that, that's all she hears. The sleepwalk spiral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So would you all like to do anything right now? If not, I have a little narration here. I'm good. Okay. Um, so the, the Rose informs you all as you've been traveling that from where you started, it's a two, four, six, eight, ten day travel down river to reach the Wayward Trail, which is something that will take you through a forest called the Rolling Thicket, which is like this, this forest that is surrounding a mountain a little bit um, southwest of where you are. And that trail, the wayward trail, will take you through the thicket and then out the other side across kind of a canyon, which will lead you to the Emerald Crossroads. Now, right now, you are three days in on your eight days down the river. We're going to fast forward through those eight as the boat kind of slops along the river, along the river, um, day and night, kind of the same routine. And what I want to do is, are there any particular scenes or like RP or anything you would like to dig into on this trail because it's eight days you have time hmm. Haley is tr- uh, teaches that tries to teach the uh, turtle that every night or every rest cycle he will build him a nest in the campsite that's where he sleeps okay where do you sleep close to that near that I have my own bed or sleeping bag or whatever I use to sleep near there so roll me because this is going to be a couple nights roll me a couple perception checks perceptions okay yes how many is a couple? Um, let's say three. One. So, so two, the next three nights you do this. Ten, seven, seven. You don't seem to notice anything odd over these next couple nights. You do notice something though. Is every morning you wait, you you spend your night making this kind of comfortable nest for this turtle, and the turtle obliges and hunkers down. And you wake up in the morning. You don't know how or why, but every morning you wake up snuggled up cozy inside that blanket that Alea had. You don't remember putting it on. You didn't take it from her, and she didn't give it to you. But it somehow keeps getting to you from her bag. Alea, would you like to roll me some perception checks? Uh, how many Wait, before that. Have? Yeah? What are the chances I wake up before Alea? Um, what do you mean? Like, oh, because, like, the rotating watches and things like that? Yeah. Um... I'd say medium, yeah. I'd say every time I woke up before her, I'd since we've now established that she sleepwalks, I just kind of folded it and put it into the bag, put it back in the bag. If I could do it before she woke up. Okay, I like this. So let's just let's just assume the sleep order allows that to happen. So every night you wake up and you're covered in this winter blanket again, and you like pick it up, fold it up neatly, and put it in the bag. And after the third night of this happening, you you go to sleep again. You make a nest for the turtle. And you wake up and there's no blanket after this third night. Uh, I assume that whatever anxiety-inducing dreams he's been having are now past. And just kind of quietly think to myself, oh, well, moving on. <laughs> this, this is the player you're talking. Is that turtle put in the blanket? <laughs> is that, is that what's happening? <laughs> oh, God. So um, I think we're going to fast forward to the sixth night. Um because the past three nights have just passed. So the seventh day, you have about one more day of travel. You've kind of already taken a, t- a turn down the tributary and you're making your way away from the main stretch of the Opal River. 
Um, we've already done Haley's little bit. Is there anything you all would like to do over the next day or two on the boat? Periodically over, over like the time that we're traveling, um, like probably during watches mainly, Zarebesh will like pull out the weapon and try and like focus and try to like choose different forms besides just the one that he usually does. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to try and like mimic certain things that he thinks would be weapons um, and just try and get better at it. And then like, I think like probably midway through the, uh, the time when no one is awake besides Thurbash, he's going to pull up his, his tunic and his like vestments and check on the spot on his uh, abdomen and see what's going on with that. Ooh, okay, so let's say this is night six. You've been spending the past couple days focusing on it, and it's night six. You're sitting by the fire again by yourself, um, keeping watch while everyone around you sleeps comfortably. And you lift up your shirt to look at this bark wound, um, or this, like, bark sealed wound on your body. And you do notice one thing. Originally, the wood was blackened, and it looked charred. And you notice now that looking closer at it over these past couple days, something has changed. You notice there are spots where there are very tiny, like I say like the size of a pencil head, little sprouts of green and violet and like wine colored leaves and little flowers that are spurting from it. Very small, but whatever you're doing is making this connection stronger. Are they small enough to, are they large enough to be grabbed? You can pluck them off, but they're, like, very tiny. Okay. Uh, like I said, if you were to compare it to the size of a pencil, it'd be, like, the tip of a pencil. Out of complete interest, Thurbash probably during during that night will grab one of them towards, like, the edge and pluck it to see if he feels, like, anything. Pain, you know, comfort, um, any heat, cold, any sensation from plucking it. No, no pain okay. when you pluck when you pluck it off. Um, can you roll me a charisma check though? Yeah, I can. <laughs> oh, that's a twelve. Twelve. Okay. So the pen that you have. Yes. Um, the little wooden splinter that can detect like planar portals. Yes. First seed. While you pluck this, yeah, the first seed. When you pluck this little flower, you feel it move in your pocket. Take out the pen. What do you do with it? I'm just going to hold it in my hand and like have the flower in one hand and the pen in the other and like kind of like like almost like two magnets. Just try and like push them together and see what happens. Um, so pushing together doesn't seem to do anything, but in your hand, you watch the pen shift and kind of move. It's standing on its own in your hand, which is weird, like on the flat of your palm. <laughs> and you're like sitting there looking at it. And you feel it very, for a brief moment, tug to the left towards the water, towards the boat, and then yank back. Gonna look at the boat. Roll me your perception check. That's a 20, not a natural 20. You, do you make your way over or do you just stay where you're at? I'm gonna stay where I'm at, but like look from afar, try and get a good sense of what's going on. You hear the wood, like creaking wood of the boat. And it's sloshing a bit more than normal. Okay, now I will stand up and start to make my way towards the boat. 
Um, as you make your way over, do you, what do you do? I'm just gonna have like my my uh, non-dominant hand like at my side with the like the sword or the weapon or whatever form it's in, just like at my side, just in case. So as you approach with your sword, I need you to roll me a dexterity check. Oh boy. I would use the word initiative because that's technically what this would be, but it's not combat and I don't want to scare you. Thurbash died to do to a turtle. Oh, that is a seven. Haley, can you roll me a d4? Sure, sure. <laughs> and a four. Okay. You very quickly peek over into the boat and look and the warbling, like the shifting of the boat immediately stops and you look down in the, the like the deck or the hull of the boat mm-hmm. and look in and the, the snapping turtle is just in the boat looking back up at you. It blinks once or, once or twice. What are you doing? You're very strange. It blinks once. I'm going to take the shard of the first seed, the, the little pen, and I'm going to kind of like, like reach out towards it with the pen in one hand. Okay. You do. Nothing happens. I'm very, very strange. All right. <laughs> I'm going to make my way back and sit down, continue the rest of the watch. As you sit down and get comfortable, um, you feel the pen in your pocket jostle really hard again. Uh, I'm going to take a piece of paper out, a piece of parchment out of my okay. pack and, and put the pen down on the parchment and see what happens. Um, you put the pen down on the parchment and remember this has to be on a map. Um, so nothing really happens, but it starts like quivering in place and like drawing circles in the the spot where you happen to put it. I don't have a map on me. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Um, I'm going to, oh, okay. I'm going to, as best as I can, draw a map in the dirt at my feet. Oh, of the area or like... Of the area, yeah. And then put the pen down on that. You ha- hover the pen over it, and you feel it pull your hand. So is it like a map of the camp, or like a map of the yeah, area? Yeah, okay. a map of the general camp. It pulls hard, and you look in the direction that it's pulling. It corresponds with where Hele is sleeping. Hele! Hele! Mm. Something's weird. Where and why? You! Now! What? I don't know why. <laughs> what do you mean? I feel fine. I'm gonna show him the pen. I... Okay. I like your dancing pen. This points to strange items. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still understanding it. It, it points to uh, fae-like items. And usually it doesn't interact at all. It, it helps, like, recall where I've been, but usually it doesn't do much. And it's freaking out next to your weird turtle. You leave the turtle alone. I'm just saying it's strange. You hear a... While you're both looking at each other talking, you just hear a... And you look, look in the direction, and the turtle's at your feet. You woke the turtle. Oh, I knew that what I know it was in there a second ago. I know for sure. Yeah, you're very sure. Oh, where'd you come from? See, strange. Well, 
or something's doing some strange things to it. You you could be right. I'm not sure exactly what's causing it to to jump, but how much do you know about turtles? Not a lot. They like. Do you to know eat. specifically what happens when a turtle has an all potato diet? It goes. <laughs> it like coughs. Edward, <laughs> what? What happens when a turtle eats only potatoes? I don't know. I never grew up on a turtle farm. <laughs> Do potatoes have any special dietary reactions? He glares at you in particular and goes, they inhibit magic. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, uh, he makes a rude gesture and rolls over like he wants to go back to sleep. <laughs> I don't think it's the potatoes. I think it's the turtle. So the turtle can teleport. It's not a bad thing. I mean, it's a little bit weird, right? Turtles don't normally do that, and we just found this turtle in the forest. Do you know that? For, well, we found it in the river, one. And are we sure? That turtles don't normally teleport? Yeah. I really wish someone else was awake paying attention to this because <laughs> the turtle has been avidly looking back and forth between you as you're talking, like it's paying attention <laughs> to the conversation. Just, uh, all right. You are in charge of the turtle. I I'm washing my hands of this. I don't know why the turtle is weird. It's a weird turtle. It's a good turtle. Go back to sleep. I'm watching my. I'm continuing my watch. Haley just looks at the turtle, points at the little den, and then goes to sleep. Or tries okay. to sleep. Um, so this is going to be very close to how we wrap up this session. Um, at the end of night six, on your slow and kind of goofy journey down the Opal River, um, you're all laying down at camp at night. Um, Alea, is it a consistent thing that you just kind of fall asleep every watch? <laughs> No, not every time. <laughs> okay. Um, so on night six, I would say, hey, Lay, while you're on watch, um, just because we've been passing it around as we go, um, set the scene for me. How does Haley make himself comfortable on the watch? Haley would, if we're by the river, Haley would probably... I have dark vision. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't know what I have. I'll look it up later. Uh, Haley would probably try to sit as close to the water as he could with his back to the water and facing either towards the fire or towards the uh, forest. I'm just enjoying the sounds of the river. Okay, so you're sitting, you're kind of laying here with your back, I guess maybe up against a rock, and you're just looking towards the campsite, listening to the water. And mm -hmm. while you're laying here, roll me a perception check, I think is how we'll, I'll handle this. All right. Solid six. All right. You're laying here and you're just kind of just paying attention to the sound of the water. It's kind of taking you over for a minute. You like let out a calming breath, and like look towards the water and you're surprised by something. You turn your head and inches from your face is the face of another person. Lying on the ground, they have their hand on their cheek, and they're just looking at you. Their skin is an icy blue, their hair is also a long icy blue done up into these kind of elaborate curls. Upon the, You can see upon their shoulders is a very, very thick winter coat that's kind of billowing out. And 
they're wearing these kind of regal looking clothes that are covered in like swirls that look like icy wind. And this person just looks at you. Did you not like my gifts? Uh, Haley is terrified and casts darkness. <laughs> That's a perfect fade out. <laughs> hey everybody, and thanks for sticking around. I think we can say this is a lesson learned. Don't adopt wild animals you find roaming in the woods. I'd say I hope this doesn't come back to bite them, but it kind of already has. I mean, Haley got his tail chomped down on pretty hard in the river, so why not some more? Our songs and ambient music for this episode are features from Kevin McLeod and Sword Coast Soundscape, which you can find in our episode description, and they both have their own Bandcamp page. Anyways, stay safe, and see you soon. Um, and that's how we cut off this episode, I think. Hele yelps, and an orb of darkness encompasses him and this individual who's lying on the ground next to him. And mm -hmm. we fade away. Damn it, Michael. Damn you. <laughs> uh. Best turtle ever. At worst, it's another human being around us, another being. At best, it's a teleporting turtle. At <laughs> best? How old would you say this turtle is? it's <laughs> a good question i just i just remember that mike and i were talking on facebook chat and he's like i, I have so many plans for that turtle i was like oh that's weird that's a really weird thing to say but sure whatever <laughs> i have a good idea for a for a being we could encounter mike so imagine like you have a a dream and you like stumble on suddenly you're in this labyrinth in this big ass like it's terrifying